I have nothing to say. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Except the fact you don't want me smoking in your house. Except for that, yes. Yeah, but here's the gotcha. This ain't your house. My daughter bought this house with her money. Because the way I hear it, you broke. So see, I'm going to keep on huffing and puffing because blood is thicker than no money. Yes, a girlfriend's podcast, and today our discussion leads us to season four, episode 16 on the couch. Now, what's really interesting is oh, first off, I'm Nettie Smith, <laughs> and I'm Etsy Rowe. <laughs> I keep forgetting to introduce ourselves. I'd be like on such a like, let's get into it thing, but we were totally wrong about what we thought this was about based on the title. Yeah, we were totally off. Well, yeah, it was like a whole, I mean, it, it, it fits what happened in the episode. I just thought it was about couch surfers, but it is, uh, it is about way more than that. And we'll get into it. Uh, written by Mark Alton Brown and D. LaDuke, original air date, March 4th, 2004. But before we get into the episode, a few notable things dropped today. Right, Etsy? Yeah, so Nikki's trailer to... Okay. Her documentary dropped, and I'm just like, <laughs> you know what's funny? I'm gonna be honest. I wasn't talking about that, but yeah, sure, Nikki. Oh. If you ain't a Nikki fan, then that bitch deaf, dumb, right? <laughs> I'm so excited. Okay, so also Beyonce's Renaissance dropped, and controversy, right? Yes, there's some controversy with this. So Miss Khalees. Miss, I hate you so much right now, caught out there. Is that song about Beyonce? Know, now <laughs> you know. For real. But for real. <laughs> so, apparently, B, she sampled Khalees and she didn't let Khalees know, but we all know Pharrell swindled Khalees out of the rights to all her music when she was a teenager, and they've been going back and forth about that for years. You know, Pharrell be on some low key ditty shit. So Khalees calls out Beyonce because she found out she was being sampled the same way the rest of us found out she was being sampled. On the shade room, yep. From actually from a from a fan account had posted her. And bitch Oh right, right, right. This Get is you. how you know she found out on the spot. She was on her cooking page. <laughs> her cooking page, yes. Oh, she has a cooking page. She's a chef. Oh, Khalees got a whole new oh. um a whole Mommy, new Mommy, I don't want to look dumb because I ain't know that. Yeah, she's a chef. She has a whole new career. She still performs at festivals. You know, she's gonna get her she gonna get her bag and shit. But she's a chef girl. She loves cooking, traveling. She she's that girl. So anyway, so she responds on her cooking page and she goes, I didn't know that I was being sampled. Nobody reached out to me to let me know that I was being sampled. And yes, we know she doesn't own her masters, her publishing, blah blah blah. We've gotten to right. that. Already. It's the courtesy that she wanted. It's the respect. Yeah. So the so of course the stands are gonna be like, Oh well, you don't own your master, so it don't matter. Da 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 and then you must y'all must have gotten Khalees Miss Big Leo energy fucked up because she was never one <laughs> to not speak her mind. Okay. So old girl said, um, first of all, y'all all in the comments telling me shit I already know. I've already been talking about this for years that Pharrell swindled me out of my motherfucking masters and publishing. That nigga got writing credits on songs that he ain't even write that I wrote. So that's that on that <laughs> and she said my point was is that number one Beyonce be talking all this women's empowerment black girl la, 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 la. the least she could do is send her people to my people which I guess they kind of like run in the same circles they have the same acquaintances I mean she could have sent her a DM too I mean she just wanted the communication yeah just like a courtesy that's number one and number two she said she said that Pharrell has been being petty to her for a very long time um especially and Chad and Chad and she said Chad ain't got no spine child she said said, I'm like dang I ain't never heard Chad talk he got he's spineless (laughs) she said it's a it's surprising that he can keep his head up because he ain't got yeah yeah I heard that I'm like dang what kind of shit Chad be on it's the ones that barely talk no that's the ones you really gotta look out for right those are the ones that's that's the silent killers so Khalees (laughs) went off (laughs) 
She was going off on everybody. She was unloading a clip, child. I say, listen, Khalees is a trailblazer in what she has done. Her style and her music and just the way she did shit is very much what we're seeing now with the whole alternative black girl, hip-hop, rappy, whatever, whatever the fuck you want to go with. Yeah. So don't try to undermine Khalees just because you mad that she called out Beyonce. Let's not do that fuck shit. Don't try to be <laughs> like, oh, what, 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 what this milkshake bring all the... Yeah, milkshake still go hard. Don't don't act like if it don't come on, y'all ain't finna fucking right. hit the dance like. floor. Don't act like don't act like that beat ain't fresh. And also, I mean, you might be able to throw bossy in there too. Bossy, you want to be cute? Honestly, that whole Khalees was here album hit. To be honest, like that's my shit. So it was a whole big thing on Twitter and stuff, and I was just like, oh my gosh, this is this is controversy. I love it. I love the controversy. <laughs> oh, we know you love it. That's why I like to throw to you for the news of the streets. You always got it, that's what and you can streets. tell it so well. Yes. Did you hear what um somebody else dropped something today? Did you um? Did you see what Will Smith dropped? <sighs> I saw a clip of it, and I was just like, can we get over... That was in February, bro. We're about to be in August. Well, well, we're shooting... We're, we're recording this late July, guys, for those of you who don't know. Yeah. But can we stop? We don't care. Here's the thing. Um, there are people that care. I don't care. I'm cool with, listen, Will Smith, you can be in my movies. I don't got any movies, but if I had a movie, you could be in it. I don't care. Like, you apologized previously in a tweet. I'm good with it. Sadly, there are other people that uh, the needed that apology. The and whites. he felt like he needed to make a video. Didn't he apologize already? Yeah, but some people... Some people thought that wasn't sufficient. See, this this is giving me what, what happened with the Super Bowl when they wanted Janet to apologize again. And Janet was like, fuck you, bitch. I already sent my apology. And <laughs> it's just like, for me, here's the thing. A lot of Will Smith's core fan base, the blacks. Us. Baby, yeah. we don't give a fuck. Because that's, that's how we handle things over here. You talk shit, get hit. Act up, get slapped up. Shout out to JT and Carisha. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so like, the fact that he's still talking about this, number one, and he's still apologizing to them. So it's like, how many times this nigga's going to apologize for some shit where, this is my opinion, he wasn't wrong for doing? Well, you know, the whites, they own the studios. So he's trying to get back in... Uh... In good you graces? Know. Yeah. I mean, what is he going to do? Be in Tyler Perry movies for the rest of his life? Nah, don't, to... don't, don't do Big Willie like that. <laughs> I mean, Jordan Peele can put him in something, but then the whites ain't going to go see Jordan Peele movies, so... Don't do Big Willie like that. And didn't he just sign, like, a $35 million um movie with, with Apple? Didn't they say that, that? Got, that got put on hold because of this shit, right? No. I thought, I thought he just signed it. Maybe literally I, just i have to go back to my to my resource yeah let's let's google that but anyway let's give it a goog while you talk well, let's give it a goog but anyway i'm i'm over it will maybe you're listening maybe you're not i heard you be on, on online though friend of the show will smith friend of the show we still love you me and Nettie probably gonna go see whatever movie you got going out um what's the next one? Oh yeah emancipation oh actually damn what kind of title is that i don't know if we're gonna see that one let me <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Some uh, fucking black trauma shit. Yeah, we probably ain't gonna go see it. Um, it takes place, it's in slave time, so. Um, oh, God. They trying to get him back by put, making him a slave. Oh, God, the white. Well, I don't know if he's playing I a slave, can't. but it's about slaves on a plantation in Louisiana. One gets nearly beat to death. The film's based on an escaped slave named Gordon. This is not what we want, okay? Fine, go get your coins, Will, but... Oh, gosh, the one that gets beat, almost beat to death is Will. His character. Oh, no! Wait, That's no. why they let him... That's why they gave him that movie. They're like, you can be in this shit, bitch. You done destroyed your career so much? Yeah, that's right. We're gonna, we gonna let you be a slave so we can beat you. That sounds Will dark, Smith right? as a slave? He, he, he kind of light-skinned. How he, he is a house slave? I mean, you could do a little bit of tanning. You could spray them down. Like, don't act like, don't act like you can't spray them down. But nah, we're we going to skip this one. Um, but yeah, if anything else that you do that's like pro-black or like neutral. Or just regular. Or like just a regular ass movie. We're going to see it, Will. Definitely. 
Oh yeah, I found it. It's uh he just signed on, but it's being delayed till 2023. Oh yes, that's the one I was talking, and it, that's the 35 million dollar one. Oh, I don't know how much you're getting paid, but they can delay that shit. Fine, delay it. I want to see that <laughs> shit. Anyway, as to not further delay this episode, yeah, see that? Yes, you see yes, how I did yes, that? Yes, you see yes. how I did that? We're gonna get into on the couch. All right, guys. Here I am with the cold open. So we're at Skia. Tony's, did you notice Tony's hair in this? It looked precarious. It, it was definitely given early 2000s. Um, Wigs. Yeah. It looked like those. Tyler Perry movies. Exactly. Well, that, but I'm also thinking of like those wigs that the moms wear, as far as the style goes, where she's the mean stepmom in the white people movies. <laughs> I don't know. Name a movie. Um, Parent Trap. Remember the one who... Oh, you don't mean black stepmoms. Okay. Because I was like, what movie got white people but black stepmoms? Okay, I got you now. Yeah, it just was... It was kind of askew. Like, she had just been in a fight. They said, baby, we don't got no time. Let's just throw this on you. Yeah, it was like in a rush or something. I don't know. It just didn't... It wasn't sitting right the whole episode to me. (laughs) But she tells the girl she's on her way to therapy with Dr. Miller. She's like uh, saying that she goes twice a week. And the doctor may even add a third day. I guess she's implying that, that the doctor really likes her or their buddies or something. Um, Tony's like, she even gave me an 80% discount. And Lynn's like, that's just your insurance kicking in. And of course, Tony doesn't believe them. So uh, she leaves. Well, she says, uh, whatever. Next thing you'll tell me is that Amex gives freaking flyer miles to everybody. Do they? You got an Amex? No, I don't got an Amex. But I mean, the frequent flyer miles is something that you sign up for forget it <laughs> you're like fuck it so they leave and the girls start laughing and Joan says how long do you think it's gonna be before she realizes she's deeply disturbed and maya says how long did it take you i'm like shit oh. where does hostility came from i know why she trying to throw shade uh-uh. she kind of did that in the previous <laughs> episode too talking about she had issues when she was with ellis and ellis had issues and totally different from her and alex but Jones like, what are you talking about? I was nowhere near as crazy as Tony. And Maya says, bitch, you was just as crazy, if not more. Hmm. And Jones like, well... My issues are resolved. Now that's crazy. Maybe you ought to be back in therapy. Uh-huh. <laughs> or at least get on a little medication. You have some sort of drip. <laughs> Maybe they make a patch for what you got. And that's the end of the cold open. Maybe over exaggerating Jones. They are crazy. coming down hard. Has she done anything crazy in the past few episodes? I mean, she be doing the most with these niggas, but, but she ain't had a nigga since Brock. Yeah, but like I don't know, that's kind of over exaggerating. Yeah, not out of nowhere. So Tony's back on the couch. <laughs> See where they got the title, and she's at therapy. The therapist is just checking in with Tony. And Tony bought her a gift, which is ethically, um, no. Yeah. Who does that? I mean, if ain't nobody around to see you take it, like, what? I mean, the shoes wasn't her size. That's number one, right? And secondly, what type of gift we talking? Because this is client, what is it? Is it client, doctor to patient, um, confidentiality or some shit? I mean, there is that, but I think this is just the ethical thing. Like, you don't want to be too buddy-buddy with your client and you don't want to be too buddy buddy with your therapist this is a it gets very muddy the water's muddy if you do that yeah if she accepted it mm-hmm. well good thing it wasn't her size so she was not on that yeah and, and she's like listen i'm not accepting that we're not girlfriends and tony's like then how come you always want to hang out with me so much and she's like bitch because you always bullshitting in a therapy session so i gotta book more days in order to get where we need to be she don't talk like that she a white lady but you know i'm just trying to make it make it cute <laughs> that and she's not hanging out with you tony <laughs> they're booking sessions like y'all not going to brunch what are you talking about <laughs> <laughs> but i think it's kind of similar to when she's hanging out with her girlfriends and she, they're just sitting around talking on the couch you know at jones house so this True. is kind of framed in that way for, for tony true but the girlfriends didn't go to school in psychology i mean even if they did they can't be your fucking (laughs) your best friend can't be your therapist can they i don't know if it's a legal thing but it's just i mean can it be like an under the table thing i don't know what if you want to be it may not work because what if the girlfriend is the problem 
Mm. And you're going gonna to go to her and tell her, like, let me tell you about yourself. Let me tell you about this friend that's a therapist that I have. Not you, though. For a friend. Mm. Yeah. So that's when Tony lashes out and she says, is it my fault that I was born a poor black child with an alcoholic mama? Like, where the fuck did that come from? Like, where are we going with this? And mm. that's when Dr. Miller's like, well, what are you going to do about it? We find that previously the doctor told her to write a letter to her mom about their issues, but she didn't take that seriously. So that's when we do a screen flip. And I guess it's the next session and she still hasn't written the letter. But side note, the outfit. Did you notice the outfit? Oh, it was giving. It was giving. Rich wow. girl boss, early 2000s with, with the evil white stepmom wig. Oh my gosh, <laughs> I love it. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was a blue velvet pantsuit. Mm-hmm. With the red shirt. With, with the, the red, red shirt. Yo, the color scheme. Oh, man. Mm, boss the... They was like, we're going to save all the good clothes for her. I mean, you know, every now and then, Joan be... Yeah, Joan don't really be hitting. And then Lynn got this whole... What do we want to Lynn don't ever it? be hitting. I, I can't think of Hippie, a time. whatever rocker thing that they turned her into in the later seasons. Don't like it. Maya... And in the show, she's kind of too poor to really have amazing clothes. So that's... Oh, is that how you read it? No. Is that... I read it as... As you were saying that, I was just about to think, like, she's just really young. And she dresses like she's young. You could tell she's younger than everybody. That's how my her clothes speak to me. Mm. Oh, it could be that, too. Because, you know, teenagers ain't got no bread. But... Right. Well, yeah, okay. I got you. <laughs> But yeah, like that elevated, which when I walk in, I got money, bitch. That's Tony with the style. I love it. I love it. Yeah. Don't get it twisted, mixed up with her personality. Like the clothes are great, in my opinion. It's the personality <laughs> I got an issue with. So don't get it twisted. So Tony's like, well, I, I told you I'm not much of a letter writer. So instead, she brought her mom to the session. I'm like, yes, we get more Jennifer Lewis. Okay. The Jennifer Lewis. We get her. Who just got a star on Hollywood Walk of Fame. Congrats, Jennifer. Period. Of the show. Gang on gang. She be kicking that leg up, too. Period. So, Veretta doesn't want to be there. Veretta's like, I was brought here under false pretenses. Tony said she needed to go to a specialist. She thought somebody mm. was dying. <laughs> <laughs> and just for the record, she's the nutcase. I don't need fixing. <laughs> I got the law. <laughs> oh, you know, black people love the church. Uh, yeah. You know, Jennifer Lewis, I love her fucking delivery. Just, ooh. Yeah. It's like a... I like her voice. It's like a Negro spiritual. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Really <laughs> so, uh, we move on to the next scene at Skia with Donna and William. Ooh, so Donna and William, they go on a date and, um... She got there by the bus, and she orders something. She says mocha. Well, I have always wanted to try one of those mochas. A what? A mocha. Right. And even though I ain't never mispro- mispronounced mocha, I feel her. Like, I be mispronouncing shit all the time. I don't... <laughs> I'd be like, you know what I mean, girl? <laughs> so she says mocha, right? And then the waitress, first of all, it was mad rude for her as a waitress to try to play with her, especially in front of the date. Like, girl, just be like, yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, just go get the damn drink. Like, <laughs> like, bitch, don't play with me. Yeah, so then the waitress goes, you mean mocha? Bitch, mocha, <laughs> mocha, mocha. And she pointed to it, too. She opened the, the menu and the even menu? pointed. Yeah. You know, so you know what she mean. You just trying to be a bitch. You don't want that tip, huh? You trying to be funny. Well, laugh yeah. your ass over to minimum wage because you ain't getting this motherfucking tip <laughs> to add on to you. <laughs> but I, I do love that William's like... No, she means mocha. And I'll have one too, so that's two mochas. In fact, make mine a mocha grande. God, I love mocha. William... Stop. I know I said it wrong. You know, he's trying to like, he gets it. 
he knows the back etiquette. her up right yeah so this is like the first time we see that this is a real i mean besides the bus stop stuff that we see there's a big disparity in class uh, class yes um there's a difference in i mean she walks in and she, at first she don't even order the mocha i'm gonna call it that mm-hmm. she just wants a regular coffee regular decaf coffee and william's like come on it's a date like splurge mm-hmm. and then that's when she realizes okay i can get outside my box and actually order something different than i typically do so i really like this scene uh, as a way to give a little chuckle but also show that class difference so after William says mocha a million times, Donna says, okay, William, stop. I know I said it wrong. And he's like, well, there's always a chance that everybody else is saying it wrong and you're saying it right. Period. I mean, gang, gang. that's not likely, but sure. Let's put that out there too. <laughs> let's try. Try to make her feel better. And she's like, you know what? She's just so confused as to why William's even trying with her. Like why try to date her? Cause they're obviously way different. Mm-hmm. But with you know, without the context of the psychic, I'd be asking the same question. Yeah, what's his angle? Yeah, definitely. Like, what's going on? And this this is when he should have been like, well, a psychic told me that he could have said it right there, and that could have been her decision on whether she wants to leave or not. Like, leave him alone. True. I don't know why she don't fuck with William though. Like, she's just skeptical. You never know. Some people probably have heard her in the past, and she is skeptical of, especially since he has money you never know if she met somebody that got money and then try to take mm. advantage of her or make her something she ain't or mm. i don't know mm. you never true. know so she accuses him of taking pity on her and he's like no i'm trying to get to know you and donna says well know this i got a bus to catch and she drops some coins on the table <laughs> it was like, i'm not trying to like finance shame or what is it food shame whatever like nobody shame. i don't know but bruh, it was like it was like five dimes or some shit it was like five yeah. dimes or some pennies i don't know i'm like how much was a mocha it was obviously a, more than a regular coffee she she wanted to splurge on a mocha right so okay so let's say a regular cup of coffee today was is like five dollars from starbucks right ish right it was like from where oh not the bodega okay starbucks got you starbucks right so <laughs> Do the girls consider Starbucks, like, high-end, expensive for coffee? I don't know. I mean, if you go get a mocha from there, it's going to be... It ain't going to be what she threw on a table. So right. I think I think Skia would probably be around the same, like, amount. Ish, right? So let's say back then, that would be, like, what? Maybe 3 to $4? Right, those, right. Th- those three dimes isn't going to be enough. It don't look like three $3 dimes. Right. <laughs> three dollar times. But also, <laughs> this is another way to show that she doesn't know how much this stuff costs. It's new to her, you know? She never yeah. had a mocha. She can't even pronounce it. So she don't even know how much that would cost, even though the price probably would have been in the menu. She could have seen mm-hmm. it. But that's just another way to confirm that she doesn't know about this type of stuff and i wouldn't have thrown no money at all nigga you pay for it you don't want the money also bitch wait for the coffee like you went home empty-handed you need something on the bus to drink i would have waited for the coffee and then did that exactly and you know it be kind of cold in la at night like Mm -hmm. she wearing a jean jacket as far as i remember girl wait for the coffee and get your shit and then dip yeah so she leaves and william looks down at the change and says shit maybe this will cover a mocha but not no damn mocha. Okay. <laughs> so next we're at Tony's apartment. Todd's looking for the rest of his corned beef sandwich. But apparently Tony's mom ate the sandwich. And I'm like, damn, that would have been a knife to my heart. Yeah. You think you got that sandwich? You coming home to that damn mm. sandwich? Mm. As somebody who don't even really live there, who's never there to begin with, eats it. Someone you didn't even expect was even in town. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't have been going on about about no corned beef sandwich because it's corned beef. But like, I've had. I mean, he white, oxtail. so he probably like that shit. Yeah, yeah. You know, the whites they they like the sandwiches. Um, I've <laughs> had the oxtail, the rice and peas, and the plantain with the mac and cheese and the fridge and the fucking oh, eat shit. your shit. Mm. Mm. Oh mm. man, eat your shit. Mm. Um, Tony's like, you know, you still have your um your Fruit Loops in there, and Tom's like, oh okay. Bitch, Barbaretta couldn't eat the Fruit Loops. Right. Some cereal. Shit. So then Veretta walks in the room smoking a cigarette. Mm. 
and says, uh, Todd, next time you order corned beef sandwich, hold a mustard. Hey, you got demands now? You ain't finna be here next time I order the sandwich, so chill. <laughs> and she she's about to go to sleep, and she tells them both, like, hey. I don't want y'all stay up too late. Unless y'all gonna sex each other up and make me some good-haired grandbabies. <laughs> mm. Mama don't want to hear it, though. Ooh. And then she ru- she runs her hands through Todd's hair. I was oh, like... That's early 2000s for you. I mean, do parents really talk like that? Like, go ahead and sex each other up. Give me some good head grandbabies. I mean, uh. the way she said it is kind of weird and, like, sensationalized. But the message, oh, yeah. Black people be saying that shit all the time. Oh, yeah. Good head grandbabies ain't the problem. Um, yeah. It's the sex stuff and the rubbing Todd's hair. But... Yeah. <laughs> Todd, uh, once uh, Veretta leaves the room, Todd has some other concerns. Todd has a concern that this bitch has to go because she keeps smoking in the house. And you know what's crazy? I feel like that's a simple request. That makes sense, right? Yes. Okay. Because the way I feel like it would have been framed is that he's overreacting. Well, Tony kind of acted like that at first. But this mm-hmm. is a health thing. All that's going into your lungs is going into your furniture, too. Yeah, your hair, your clothes. Um, I think Tony think didn't... smoke? Right. I don't want niggas thinking I'd be smoking like that's That's the next motherfucker. My thing is, is that Tony, um, Tony's already going through it with her in therapy, so she doesn't want to add another layer, which I get. Like, make it seem like she's asking her not to smoke because of what's going on in therapy, as opposed to it just being a different situation in its entirety. Yeah. Well, before that, he says, I'm totally fine with her eating my corned beef. I'm totally fine with her talking about our sex life. But can she not smoke in the house? I'm like, you're cool with the other shit? <laughs> I mean, I kind of see it, right? Because the smoking is something that can actually affect his health. Whereas the sex life is just really annoying and kind of like weird. And then the eating my shit is like, okay, bitch, why you eat my shit? But ain't nothing really finna happen yeah. to you. So I right. guess. The only life or death thing is the smoking. Yeah. Because I would think, even talking about my sex life, like, chill on that. Like, I might just let you, you can eat my food. I'd rather you eat my food than talk about my sex life. Yeah. If it gotta be a two out of three, you can go ahead and eat that sandwich shell. I just gotta, yeah. I'll pick up another one. <laughs> <laughs> So, um, he's like, she's got to stop smoking in the house. Oh, come on, Todd. It's not that big of a deal. Yes, it is. It irritates me. And you said you were going to talk to her. Todd, look, she and I are going through enough with this therapy. I don't need to jam her up with something trivial like this. Oh, so your husband's feelings are trivial. He's like, can you do this one thing for me? Please do this for your husband. And she thinks he's talking about sex or a head or a handy or something. So she pulls him into the room and they do that. I was like, mm, after hearing the mom talk about it, huh? Oh, yeah, I didn't think about that connection. Yeah. I was just thinking about how she totally ignored what he was c- complaining about just to pull him into the bedroom. And he's like, okay. I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa we got to figure this shit out first, the smoking shit, and whether she's going to tell her mom. Yeah, distractions. Yeah, I was like, yeah, he's easily distracted. So then we're at Blue Bar with uh, Lynn, Maya, and William, and he's complaining a lot about Donna. She's got a GED, she empties bedpans for a living. I can barely get any of her time because she's always on that damn bus. Everything in me is screaming, let it go. But I can't. Why? You know what's crazy? Like, I feel like I want to go to, like, a Starbucks and say, can I get a mocha? Yeah, Let's see mocha. what happens. <laughs> you know, I really did want to try one of those mochas. Uh-huh. I always wanted to. Um... But he's also complaining about what she does for a living, which is like, where does she work? She like at a nursing home or something? Or? She works at a nursing home. They wipe their butts and give them re- medication and shit. You know, that <laughs> shit. You know, I really applaud people that could do that shit. You got to have the strongest personality and like will to succeed because they got to do they got to do sponge baths and you got to get every crevice. Ooh. And you can't be like, oh, my God, it's gross. No, that's your job every day. And you can't be fucking grossed out. You have to do that shit. Oh, you got to deal with it. All the holes. All the holes. No holes left behind. (laughs) (laughs) All holes matter. (laughs) So, by the way, Maya looks great here. She's really working it. I like her makeup and her hair. And uh, William says, listen, uh, 
he keeps dealing with Donna and it's not about the sex. If it was about the sex, he could get that anywhere. I mean, this town is full of women who accept American Express. Oh my God. American Express again? (laughs) Did they sponsor this shit? I feel like because American Express is seen as like the bougie card. So it's referenced a lot Mm. by the two bougie people. And so he keeps being stuck on the fact that she, the woman said mocha. And Lynn says, well, you voted for George W. Bush. And guys, just replace that with you voted for Donald Trump. Trump. And then the joke is brought to a 2022 lens. Yeah. And Maya says, see, because of that, y'all belong together. You're both dumb as a box of rocks. (laughs) I mean, she ain't dumb for saying mocha. He's dumber than her for voting how he voted. Right. (laughs) I mean, if the girl don't know how to pronounce it, then and not for nothing. A lot of it can also be like where you grew up and things like that like what i say mocha what region what is that regional well i don't know about mocha in general but i'm talking about like outside of the country like they pronounce things differently a lot like outside of the country is a non-factor okay of course there's accents people have accents and learn english different right shawty's from america but we don't know that for sure. We don't know where she what has no her accent. ethnicity is. We don't know what her background is. I'm not saying that that's the reason that she <laughs> pronounced it wrong. But what I'm saying is that can happen. And that don't mean she dumb, Maya. Which wasn't wasn't she the one that's saying Versace? Was it her? I don't remember. And that's even worse, cause how the fuck who don't know Versace? People would know Mocha before they know Versace. You think so? Hells to the yeah. You gotta be super rich to be wearing Versace. Yeah, but I feel like it's such a brand that, like, everybody has... You can go down the street and get a Mocha. Seen. Versace's for the high, high class. Okay, so if that's the case, then she's never ordered a Mocha, right? Obviously, or or a Mocha. (laughs) Or a Mocha. So why can't we apply that to her? Isn't that high class for her? If that's what happened, if Maya said that, then yeah. I mean, that could be applied. I just don't remember her saying that. But I'm sure Maya has mispronounced shit all the time. Her and Donna are pretty much from the same neighborhood, no? Wouldn't they be similar in that? I don't know. When they was walking, it seemed like Donna was living in the hood. Maya shit don't seem like it's that gutter. I don't know. Well, where she lives now, but I mean before. Before she broke up with Darnell. Oh, Wasn't it always a joke that she lived in some area crenshaw ish yeah that tony didn't want to go to yeah so now that maya done got a little bit of a come up a uh, high high paying uh promotion <laughs> she's trying to look down on somebody and be classist and egregious classist and egregious <laughs> my my how the tables have turned Mm-mm-mm. So we're back at the law firm, and we barely see the law firm uh, from Joan's perspective uh, nowadays. We typically only see Maya and William at the new at the law firm. Yeah. But we finally see Joan, and she's sitting at her desk looking all sad. And William comes to the door, and she's like, William, do you think I need to go back to therapy? And he says, uh, yes. <laughs> I'm like, where, where are y'all getting this from? All, all of the friends have been on her about this therapy thing. I don't know. No one's been telling Tony she needs to go. That and like, why are y'all telling Joan that she, what happened with Joan? Does she need to It's like we missed an episode or something. Yeah, like, did something pass by me that I don't know? Like, what the fuck happened? I mean, if anything, Lynn should be in therapy. For what? For Mary and William? For the coin? Nah, that's smart. But I'm saying, um, (laughs) for her lack of commitment, her lack of follow through. figuring out where that where the origin of that is and why she can't um why she keeps changing careers every now and then and can't stay on a track and on the flip side i think that lynn is kind of like a low-key genius like she surrounded herself with not one not two but three of her best friends got mad bread right and then she has finessed them into giving her free housing, probably for like the majority of her adult life. That's number two. And number three, now she's a fucking landlord slash building manager and she's living for free. Come on. If that's not a motherfucking finesse, I don't know. I mean, it is a finesse, but you called it a genius. But I guess you could be a genius and be a con artist at the same time. 
Yeah, there's a lot of common sense. Sounds very tender swindlerish to me. I mean, is that we gonna not... call we gonna call Simon Leviev uh, a uh, genius? I mean, low key, you don't got bitches. Yeah, I was gonna cows. say when I watched this shit, I was like, dude, damn, how smart is it? And he keeps the videos and sends them all the same videos. Yeah, that's like a machine. Yeah, it's like he's operating as a a factory. Mm-hmm. And it takes a whole lot of organization, so he has to, like, probably has the spreadsheet of the bitches. Yeah, it's a what? business. Come on, y'all. That's y'all why don't... he does business consultation uh-huh. online. <laughs> he has, like, a come up where he has business consultation. So, I mean, do what you want with that information. He's still trash, but his brain was working to think of something that elaborate and, and feel confident that he could pull it off, too. Yeah. Whew. Until he got caught. Until he got caught. But yeah, um, like when is a Vanessa? There's something to be said, and the building don't look too bad. It it only looks bad to us because it's Maya and her um and her son living in a one bedroom. But I mean for Lynn, that's that works. Yeah. Hmm. So um, this scene's really weird. <laughs> it's, it's funny. It's very good comedic timing and physical comedy from uh, Tracy, where she calls her uh, her therapist. Yeah. And then it's like, hey, uh, I was calling. I was a patient of yours a couple months ago, actually about a year ago. Uh, and I thought maybe I could make an appointment, you know, for a tune up. So call me at home. Thanks. Bye. And she keeps hanging up and calling back. And she's squirming as in between calls. She's like squirming in her chair. Mm-hmm. And yeah. uh, she calls back multiple times until it all culminates into the final crazy ass call. Dr. Bales, Joan Clayton calling. Um, you know, I'm so serious right now. I do not want you to call my house. And I don't want to hear in your voice that you think I'm having a nervous breakdown because I'm not. I'm really fine. I'm, I'm in a good place. So I'm just going to continue to thrive, to flourish. And I hope that you do the same. And Dr. Bales, please let me know your first available opening. Thank you. But this woman is so unhinged. I don't know what she's going through. Why she had to call her four times? Like, what the fuck? Are you okay? It's like, I need help, but I don't need help. Okay, I do need help. Okay, I don't. It's like, do you not know? Actually, you shouldn't be asking your friends. You should know whether you need to go to therapy. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they can feel that she's still not over Brock. Maybe that's what it is. I don't know, but she's listening to the wrong people. That's why she's doing this back and forth shit. She's listening to everybody on the outside tell her she needs to go, and she's fighting with her inner person that says you don't need to go. So she don't know what she wants, and it makes her look really crazy to Dr. Bales. Mm-hmm. But next, we're back at Tony's apartment condo, and Veretta's there, and so is Todd. Todd's eating a sandwich. Thank God. I felt so happy for him to see him finally being able to have his sandwich mm-hmm. he probably made sure he just brought it straight from the place to the house so <laughs> and no one could eat it but Veretta's walking around smoking cigarettes and just she walking over to him with the cigarette yeah and just it's going off she blowing it all in his direction mm. all that secondhand smoke yeah it seems purposeful no very well, find out later very because it's just the way she's blowing it it's almost too in his face like she knows Mm -hmm. what she's doing yeah and then she walks over to the table and as she's putting the ashes out on the table she says hey where do y'all keep your ashtrays around here i'm like is she serious and todd's like at the motel down the street which is dumb because that ain't a real answer that shouldn't have been the real answer. The answer should have been, we don't have ashtrays around here because no one smokes in this house. I think that was his way of saying, girl, can you go get, get yourself a hotel and get the fuck out? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so she's like, wait, what you said? He's like, oh, no, nah, I, I didn't say anything. Nothing. And she's like, whatever. I hear everything you say. <laughs> Motels have questionable sheets and towels. Mama stays with family. <laughs> and since we family if you got something to say to me then say it <laughs> so I was like nah, I'm good and she goes uh huh I know you don't want me smoking in your house huh I'm like damn so she know the issue but she just don't give a fuck 
I feel like she she thinks, right, before we find out what really happens, I could have imagined her thinking, oh, he's just saying he don't want me smoking at her house because he don't like me or some shit. So he wants something to complain about. Well, I guess that is that do sound like something Veretta would make up. But if he didn't <laughs> like you, he would just tell you to fucking leave. Yeah. You can go downstairs, smoke real quick, and then come back up. Mm-hmm. Go out on the front stoop or wherever. I'm surprised Tony well, doesn't have a balcony. Yeah, I didn't think of that. You know, right? It's LA. They had the space. Yeah, and it's a really nice um, a, a building. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but Veretta's like, well, how about this? This ain't your house. My daughter bought this house with her money. The way I hear, you broke. And Todd looks appalled. He has that I'm calling the manager stance. <laughs> and I'm suing this place. So Veretta's like, listen, I'm going to keep smoking around this house because blood is thicker than no money. Mm. Well, she ain't lying about that one. Because, yeah, I'm like, dang, these are hitting. Mm-hmm. She got some bars. Right. And then Todd's like, huh, is that the same blood that's driving Tony to a therapist? And Veretta's like, little boy, <laughs> is mm. that all you got? And uh, he starts hitting her with some other facts. All right, Veretta. The reason your kids can't stand you is because you were never there when they needed you. Where the hell were you, huh? Were you liquored up in some bar? No. I was 10 seconds from knocking you the hell out. And she threatens Todd and tips over a chair. I was like, damn. I was like, she ain't finna do nothing. She old. Mm -hmm. But then Todd's short, though, so he can't. I mean, it's pretty even then, right? Nah, because he's still a guy. But... What I will say oh, yeah. is, the power. she can, um, she still got the cigarette in her hand on this thing. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Put the cigarette out on him? Period. Like Medea style? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, sure. You get yourself a weapon. What he got? Nothing. But right at that moment, Tony comes in with some bagels? I was like, dang. They don't even like carbs in LA. So I don't know what the... They don't like carbs. Them LA girls, they don't be eating carbs like that. They don't like it. They don't fuck with the bagels. That's what the girls tell me whenever I go out there. Like, oh my God, you're eating carbs? Yes, bitch. I like bread. Chill. That's what they tell me. I don't know. My LA girls tap in. I believe you. I'm just... My shocked face. That's what you're seeing right now. Like, what are you supposed to eat? I mean, there are other keto-friendly foods, but mm. how do you not do lasagna and oh pasta? No pasta? <laughs> yeah, but I got excited about the bagels. I was like, I'd stop a fight for that. Yeah, but uh, yeah. Tony's <laughs> Tony sees the chair turned over, and she's like, "Whoa, what's going on here?" And Veretta's like, "You need to make a choice. It's either me or Todd." And Todd agrees. Instead of making a decision, Tony runs the hell out of there. Dang. <sighs> I don't know. <laughs> What's your choice be? I was like, y'all really gonna make her choose between her mama and her nigga? Well, her, <laughs> now that she, she married. Her white nigga? You know, her well, wigger. yeah, it's a husband. It ain't just a nigga. Yeah, now it's her husband. That's so weird. It's like choosing between where you grew up and the city you're in now that you're comfortable in it. It's like, who would I choose? It's so awkward. Like, I just I mean, Todd, Todd broke. Yeah, Todd is broke. That's what I was about to say, too. No shade, no tea. But what are you really gaining from um, being married to him? Seriously, he's a doctor, right? What you were supposed to gain, it didn't happen because the nigga lied. And then he has the nerve to be like, what did he say? He said something. Oh, later on? Yeah, I think it was later on. We'll get he, to it. He said something. I liked it. I was like, I know the pot ain't calling the kettle black. Excuse me, <laughs> Mr. Lie, about his debt of hundreds of thousands of dollars? Nigga! We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. I don't want you to I don't want you to blow your load yet. Chill. Alright. We'll talk about it the when clip, we get there. The clip hasn't been emptied yet. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, don't empty the clip yet. Keep, keep the clip. <laughs> um so Next, where we see William and Jill Scott, and I, I say Jill Scott because did, did it look? Did this look familiar to you? This the way they were getting in the way of what I'm feeling. Oh. No. Oh, I was thinking. Let's take a long walk around the park oh. after dark. It's literally the lyrics is what's happening in the scene. 
<laughs> well, yeah, that too. Double verbally alleged, stimulation, general <laughs> situation, temptation, education, relaxation. Ooh. They're walking here. They're panning through. She's pushing over the gate. She's saying hi to a dude walking by. It looks just like the video, except William's in it. Even her hair. Her hair is the hair from the video. Yeah. Jill Scott is just, first of all, her skin is fantastic. Like, I was looking at this, and you know the thing thing. Sometimes it got um these episodes in HQ. And I was looking at it like, <laughs> damn. The skin is glowing. Mm. She one of them Erica Badu bitches that be drinking the green juices and stuff. One of them. Oh, shit. I thought she was about to say she drinking her, um... Her pee? <laughs> Something like that. Anyway. Oh, my um, God. Oh. Oh, no, 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 no. You know, Erica got a... Uh, she got a few things. Yeah. Like a perfume that smelled like her... Uh, her cootie. Yeah. <laughs> I don't want to say that's not creative, but... Uh, I mean, that sounds like old school juju to me, but hey, it is what it is. Yeah, how do you, how do you capture that and mass produce it? <laughs> I don't... Some swabs? I don't know, some swabs. Um, how do you harvest that? Put in a Petri dish and then... I don't know. How, how, how do you explain that to the chemist? <laughs> <in> the... <laughs> so I want you to take the smell. and just No, don't tell them what the smell is. Just say, oh, this smell right... Just get a swab, a Q-tip, take it to the chemist and be like, you smell this? Duplicate it. Mass produce it. it. Uh-huh. I'm not going to tell you what it is. Not oh going to tell you what gosh. it is. Just do it. Mm-hmm. But it's really cool. We see... Um, William's trying to apologize and smooth things over with Donna. Let's admit that we got off to a really bad start. But let's also admit that tonight is an opportunity for a brand new beginning. So, you let your defenses down, and I'll keep my hands where you can see them. (laughs) Oh, what is that, a laugh? Is that the first official laugh I've ever gotten from you? (laughs) And she's like, you know what, William, you're corny. He's like, yep, I'm as corny as Kansas. But what's more important is that you get me. And he makes her laugh again. And he goes, oh, my God, two laughs in a minute. Let's get married. Mm. It's kind of cute. He really trying to get married. Yeah, he is. But I don't know. This is under false pretenses. We already know the psychic was lying because mm-hmm. he was a he was a fucking fraud. So yeah, he was a I, I, this relationship is built off of a lie. Anyway, so uh, she's like, you know what, William? Thanks for calling me because I would hate to be sitting around wondering if I missed out on a good one. I'm like, girl, you still missing out on a good one. Mm-hmm. William's trash. Trashity trash. Right. Trifling trashity trash. And uh, she, he's like, well, I'm the best one. And she's like, why don't you let me find that out? And she grabs his hand. And then some mangy behind dog comes up and starts barking at him. Now, what do you do when you see a dog barking at you? Do you run? Because I, I was be, taught you don't run. I'd be afraid to run because I'm afraid that nigga's going to start running after me. That mm-hmm. nigga's fast. That's why I, whenever I see a dog barking a lot, running isn't what you no. do. You got to almost just stand there and stay still or maybe play dead. Like, But that's if you see a bear. Well, not play dead. But well, y'all know like, what I mean. Like, yeah, like you, you either stay still or you just walk like you don't even see it. You pretend it doesn't exist. Right, right. Which is funny because, spoiler alert for the movie Nope. Spoiler alert for the movie Nope. Mm-hmm. Okay. Isn't that what happened in Nope? You can't look at it? Mm-hmm. Or it'll eat you? Or it'll eat you. You can't look at that motherfucker. That's true with all, most animals, even with bees. The same thing. Mm-hmm. If a bee's running around you, don't run. Mm-hmm. Just kind of slow your roll and kind of just pretend like you don't see it. If you run, it'll chase you and sting you. Animals like to chase things. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I'm just saying. When she ran, it kind of scared me. I was like, oh my gosh, she's going to die. I said, Lord, fix it, Jesus. And then I seen her in the car. Yeah, she jumps on the fucking car roof. I never I never yeah. had to get up on a car. Huh. Well, if a dog's chasing you, I guess you would find the strength. Yeah, like the stamina and the adrenaline. So Donna climbs up there and then yells for William to climb up too. And that's when we go on to the next scene. Um, you remember the scene with Joan talking to the girls about, hey, I went back to therapy. And they're like, why you did that? <laughs> yeah 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 so maya making the list of what jabari finna eat for lunch and lynn reading a book or whatever and jonah's like hey girls i went back to therapy and they're like um girl why and then jonah's like um because y'all told me to and then we was like they was like when did we say that 
They acting mad brand new. And she explains, like, bitch, the first scene of this damn show. It's called <laughs> Open. And I called him. Who? Rock? Dr. Bales. Who's that? My therapist. What you call him for? <laughs> because you have us told me to. When? The other day at Skia. Why, you remember that? Girl, I ain't got time for John. I'm trying to figure out Jabari's lunches for the week. <laughs> I like that. Scene. And they're like, uh, Belen's like, well, I mean, I guess you do kind of sound unstable. Maybe you should get back in therapy. Mm. And Maya says, yeah, or at least get on some medication or a drip. Maybe they make a patch for what you got. <laughs> a shot. So that's exactly what they said in the cold open. Mm-hmm. So that was that was good comedy. That's when Tony walks in the house and tells them the situation with Todd and Mama. Mm-hmm. she's like oh they asked me to choose between them and Lynn's like damn how'd your mom take it and Tony's like she didn't she at my house and I first thought oh damn she kicked Todd out right I was like oh shit Todd is out where the fuck that nigga gonna go you know he ain't got no money he got parents bitch he got Jewish parents too that's what we thought that's why we thought she was doing the right thing but well they at least let him stay in the house they probably won't give him no money cause you know but um yeah they should give him a place to sleep <laughs> at least mm. yeah but uh she's like nah i left them both there hoping that you know one of them kills the other so that way she don't gotta make a decision, she don't gotta make a decision. <laughs> but she want to keep her mom around because the therapy's going well it's working um so she doesn't want to tell her mom to leave and plus she hasn't even known todd that long right so but that's your husband though yeah that's your oh, husband yeah, he, did, he you know. did swindle her that needs to be taken into consideration but that is a that is a strike against him yes but the way it came about i just can't shake it you know i can't harlem shake it <laughs> <laughs> what do you mean like the way it came about as in his lying and his deception yes i mean i get that is a way to if you choose between veretta and todd you have a broke husband and an alcoholic mama. A broke lying husband. Broke lying husband. Yes. I mean, you can get another husband. You can't get you another can't mama. You can't get another mama. And say what you want about her being that alcoholic or whatever, whatever. I mean, she was there. Shit. Where your daddy was at? True. It ain't all on your shoulders. Right. Well. So we're back with William and Donna. They're on the roof of the car. It looked like the movie Cujo. You ever seen Cujo? Stephen King's Cujo? Mm-mm. It's about a, a dog chasing after this family. It's a big-ass dog. It's way bigger than the one in this episode. Mm. And it's like a mom and a son, and they're stuck in a car because the dog won't leave them alone. They can't get out the car because the dog is mm. out there, and he's com- he's trying to bust his way through the window and all that stuff. It's t- it Pretty much the whole movie is in a car. That must be interestingly shot. It's a movie from, like, the 80s. But, um, yeah, so they're trying to stay away from this dog. But they're trying to make it, you know, they end up making it a date night. They're looking at the stars. It's kind of romantic, right? Not really. <laughs> they're stuck on top of a car in the middle of the fucking ghetto. And you know, those those Los Angeles ghettos is different. In the middle of the fucking ghetto, because a fucking dog won't leave them alone. Which that Are might you looking be... looking up Cujo right now? Yeah. That might be the least <laughs> of their problems. And because who knows, maybe there's gang banging and oh, shit. Oh, there might be shooting or something. You and know, then what? Where are you going to run? Yeah, that shit. And then not only you got to dodge the bullets, but then you got to dodge the dog. It's like, girl, get me the yeah. fuck out of here. <laughs> well, you know, the reason I said it was like a date night is because uh, William's like, look, there's a shooting star. And Donna's like, bitch, <laughs> no, it's not. <laughs> That's a searchlight from a helicopter. Right. He's like, shit, all right. Well, wh- why do you even live out here? <laughs> William. He sounds, this whole conversation is so judgmental. I, I can't. It's just so not socially aware. Like, what do you mean? What do you think? She's like, where, where am I supposed to stay? I mean, she's like, I used to stay in Malibu, but I'm tired of the commute. He's like, okay, I know you got financial limitations, but there are other neighborhoods with affordable housing. Mm-hmm. She's like, bitch, I live in L.A. There's only so much serving Jello and wiping old people's wrinkly behinds will get you. Yo, mm. that brought a visual. Mm-hmm. 
she ain't when she lying. said old people's wrinkly behinds. So he says, listen, if you could do anything else, what would it be? And Donna says she'd work at the post office. Well, then she's like, not nah, actually a meter maid. My girl Chanel's making like $16 an hour. Now let's do the inflation calculator, shall we? That's probably like 25 now. It's actually 25. You know what? From now on, you're the inflation calculator. Gang. <laughs> you're always on the dot. <laughs> but still, that's I, I, nah, that ain't something you're going to thrive off of 25. I mean, it'll help you, but I mean, if you're yeah. used to minimum wage, which I don't even know what that is right now. What's minimum wage right now? I don't even know. I don't know, shit. Like, I thought it was 15, but I don't know. Um, Then, yeah, that's a big step up. But she said her girl is making $16 an hour, which would be $25 now. And then she's making it seem like, oh, my God, that's so. But even full time, is that even enough to get you like a decent Even full time, I don't think that's going to work. Especially in L.A. If you're in another city or another state, maybe. But L.A.? L.A., New York, mm-mm. You're going to have to have Not a the roommate. major cities. And you know what's funny is she he says, if you could do anything, what would you do? And she answers in in like a box. She doesn't think outside the box at first, mm-hmm. just like at the table when they were ordering food and she ordered the decaf, you know, regular coffee. Mm-hmm. So this is another way of showing like she almost feels like she can't think outside the box until she's prompted to. And then when she says it here, she says the post office job and meter made. He's like, no, 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 no. If money wasn't a factor, what would you do? And only then does she think further to think, okay, salon. My own beauty salon. I could be my own boss, set my own hours, get some celebrity clients, get the hell out of here. And that's very telling, I feel like. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling like William is going to try to, if the relationship will go further, maybe open up the business for her. Ooh. Mm-hmm. Fun fact, it's not going to happen. Um, <laughs> spoiler alert. Um, it's just, it's interesting um, because she's like, you know, money isn't a factor. Where do you live where money isn't a factor? Mm. <laughs> and it's just like, damn, William, are you tone deaf? What the fuck? It's only not a factor to William because he got so much of it. Mm-hmm. He's he throwing it at people. Mm-hmm. Maya, pens. $500 pens. Ciao. Broop fucking uh barry manilow merch he don't know what else to do with the shit Mm -hmm. it's crazy but yeah she wants her own salon so she could be her own boss set her own hours she goes what about you he says well i already got everything i want except for a woman to share it with (laughs) i'm like william you are not a player player stop (laughs) you are not a mac daddy (laughs) return (laughs) of the mac (laughs) so we're back at joan's house it appears that todd that's it's a weird scene how it starts it looks like todd just walks into joan's house on his own accord mm-hmm. were you confused a little bit yeah it's like todd and joan ain't even cool like that so why the fuck is he yeah. coming in like <laughs> nigga i was like i mean that's happened one time before they got married but jones is on the couch and she didn't even look up to see who was coming in and it was todd and i'm like girl don't you want to look behind you and see who the fuck's coming in your house she's so used to people coming in and out it's like second nature for her. Like, okay, y'all, close the door when you're leaving. Lock the door. Todd got a key, too? Hell nah. Oh, you don't get no key to no white boy. All right. So, uh, we see that Tony's right behind him, though. And Todd says, uh, so, did you make your choice? And Tony's like, yes, yes, okay. So, you and I are staying here at Jones. <laughs> and Jones like, the hell? And she's just like, just till mama goes home. And Joan's like, once again, the hell. And she's like, okay, I have another plan. And Todd's like, fuck the plans. I don't want no more plans. But Tony got a big scheme in her mind. She's thinking about telling her mom that her dad is taken ill. And that'll get her running back to Fresno to take care of him. And Todd's like, oh, I see. So just because your dad needs her, she goes running back? Of course, he's her husband. And I'm your husband. False equivalency. <laughs> what a false equivalency because he's comparing a situation of the husband being ill and that's why her mom will be going back you talking about some petty shit where you want to get her kicked out or some shit because y'all had an argument about her eating up all your motherfucking food and then you talking about smoking yeah oh well yeah and the smoking but mm, i don't know 
And then he pulled up the whole, I'm your husband. Okay, was I not about to be your wife and you was out here lying about your debt? Here's the thing. I like the line. I like using that logic on Tony to get her doing that questioning. It reminded me of like when you watch true crime stories and the detectives are interrogating the suspect and they try to like do that roundabout logic to bring them to their point because they can't see it if you tell the person straight on so they make them like kind of dig themselves into a hole and they're like well here's the gotcha mm. and they throw it to them i was like this? okay todd i guess okay. i like the line but i just think coming from him he's like wait wait so you're telling me that just because your dad needs her she goes running back knowing the answer to that question mm-hmm. already knows the answer and she's like of course that's her husband huh and i'm your husband boom bitch checkmate <laughs> so tony's like damn all right so back at tony's apartment red is like so you done chose some husband over your flesh and blood huh <laughs> she's like yes so she's like yes mom <laughs> of course you know she should have said you choosing choose some been? white boy you choosing some white boy over your own mama <laughs> you choosing a colonizer over your own mama <laughs> that would have been the line so um she's like yes mom i'm choosing todd but i'm sorry if i hurt you and veretta's like "Uh uh-uh ain't nobody hurt this has all been my plan my whole mo my raison (laughs) d'etre huh girl you were all discombobulated and going off half cocked and acting all crazy and going to a therapist and whatnot i thought you was gonna do something stupid like in your marriage I picked a fight with Todd to force you to choose. So you endangered his life by blowing smoke in his face over some <laughs> shit like this? <laughs> this just uh, seems like something an old woman with too much time on her hands would do. She pulled a Greg. Yeah, except it was worse with Greg because it's like, nigga. Greg took weeks. You got, yeah, like. <laughs> he pretended to love her for more than a. It was weeks, plural. Yeah. So that he could fucking do that shit to her so not even tony's mama got that type of time child <laughs> yeah tony's mom she's like nah, i ain't about to do all that i got places to be but um here we go we're gonna make it work oh so God. i'm glad i helped you and um she thinks that tony owes her a thank you and helping her through this crisis mm-hmm. and tony's like bitch you are my crisis mm. i mean the one thing i feel like i've done right in my life is mary todd which writers come on now really I don't know about Writers. that one. That was a reach. That must be like a misprint or something. Because he done caused something in the back trying to reach for that one. Come on. So Tony's like, if he don't want you smoking in our house, first of all, our house, she said you need to honor that or go home. And so Veretta tries to light up one more time and Tony takes it out of her mouth. So next we check in with uh, William and Donna. They're still on top of the car and they're making out. It was kind of awkward, right? It looked weird. Yeah, a little bit. It wasn't giving rom-com at all. <laughs> it was like if you close your eyes in front of somebody and then try to find their lips with without looking. <laughs> they were they were slightly off. Yeah. They were each about an inch away from each other's mouth. Yeah. It was, yeah. And the dog is still down there barking at them. Actually, there's a couple dogs. They don't call the first dog done called his friends. Mm. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. So, the bigger dog, I guess that's the head honcho dog, the manager. He called the rest of the niggas, and then they got the little dog, which I'm like, why are you calling some a dog that's smaller for backup? But I guess, because the second well, the, dog the, was mad small. The smaller dog was higher up, so that's just insurance that they won't come back down, you know what I mean? Uh, the do- smaller dog can climb higher. Yes, gravity. You know, yes. so they're like, we're going to put you up to, to really enforce in case they want to they try, try to hop down. Yeah, okay, that's true. Even though it's a little dog, what a dog going to do, bite your ankles? Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's true but anyway that is the end of the episode Mm -hmm. next is the oh hell yes moment of the episode i'm gonna let you go first as always because i don't think you're gonna like mine (laughs) Uh uh-oh well mine is kind of simple but it speaks to a larger a larger message mine was when william mispronounced mocha and said mocha at the restaurant. Oh, the show Solidarity. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, you, be- you better back your girl up, William. I know that's right. <laughs> you know what? 
I, that totally passed me by, but that's a really good moment, you know. Um, shout out yeah. to William for just being, and he leaned into it hard. He, he said, was like, "I'll Ooh. take, a two, I want two of them. I want a grande mocha too. I love me some mochas." Period. So yeah, that's a good one. Well, mine is actually Todd pointing out the logic that. Uh, oh God, this nigga Todd. He's like so, and I love the way he asked the question almost so cluelessly even though he knew the answer mm-hmm. <laughs> i love that because it's just like at first i was like i was answering it the same way tony was and he's like huh but the gag is but <laughs> <laughs> the gag is so i was like okay todd get her right i like his delivery even though i don't like it coming from him <laughs> um that's the end of the episode check us out on apple podcast give us five stars our actual star rating went up by one tenth of a point last week uh thanks for uh the five star rating uh nicole regal she's one of my old uh, college classmates totally give us five stars so now we're at a 4.9 out of five shout out to nicole thanks nicole and also uh, check us out on social media our twitter at hell yes girl um i'm the admin and i was uh i always retweet stuff that uh is girlfriends related so if you want your girlfriend's news and what's current and some fun hypotheticals check us out twitter at hell yes girl i love how that sounded like a commercial that was live y'all mm-hmm. <laughs> next episode is called love peace and hair grease and fun fact about that one, guys, I don't think Etsy even knows this. Mm, what's the fun fact? The next episode we do is the halfway mark of the series. <gasps> oh, we're halfway there. Oh, living on a prayer. Hey. But um, yeah, how crazy is that? We are now, well, next week when we do Love, Peace, and Hair Grease, we'll be halfway through the series. And uh, so we'll be starting our farewell tour. I'm just kidding, guys. (laughs) Retiring. (laughs) We got some time, but it's just crazy to know that we've made it this far. Mm -hmm. That's always so fun. This little project has just been so fun. And talking to you guys and you guys putting up screenshots that you're listening and you love our shit is so rewarding. So thank you so much for being a friend. Thank you for being a friend. So that's all for us. Be here next Wednesday when we talk about love, peace, and hair grease. And as always, I'm Nettie Smith. And I'm at Zero. And we'll see you next week, guys. Bye.